What is up, everybody? This is another one. Per usual. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Is this episode 12? It is. We have some exciting things coming up today. Uh, yes, we have a guest today. A good friend of mine. Her name is Mila. Welcome, Mila. Hi. Hey, hey. Hi, everyone. Such a pleasure to be here. Um, I do have to say that since the beginning, I was definitely a guy's your number one fan. Thank you. <laughs> We're so happy to have oh, you. So kind. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yes. You know, Mila, I would love to um just kind of get your background we would love to know exactly like who you are just to kind of give the audience an idea like what you do and it, whatever you're comfortable with of course sure um well i'm a nurse and i have been in this profession for about four years now um i enjoy it mm-hmm. it is definitely very rewarding Is there, are you in a specialty? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, currently I, I do work in intensive care unit. Um, prior to that, I worked in medical. But I like, I like the challenge. Wow. I bet. I mean, during this time, it's even worse. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but I think every work has its challenges when it comes to pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just... Also, for everyone to know, I think I mentioned Mila in our previous episode, way, way at the beginning. And she's in Vancouver in Canada. And she's my childhood friend. So we know each other for a very long time. Well, I mean, she's my post-college <laughs> friend. So, I mean, what? <laughs> what? Your, your, your friendship isn't as special as my post-college friendship with her. Listen, it is special. Yeah, I do have to say that I feel very blessed to know you. And um, yeah, it just, it's been pretty amazing. So I'm looking forward to it. She me. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our today's topic. And... What is important in today's conversation is all about your own self-care and your self-love. And today's all about your self-worth and how you represent that in relationship and how you make your life choices just based on how you, how you think of yourself. And the big question is, what is self-worth? Self-worth to me, I have to say... Because I've been obviously like I get this confused to like self-esteem, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if you guys ever get that confused, but to me, it's more like just knowing that I'm valuable no matter what happens. Like I'm, I'm lovable. I'm necessary to this world. Like I'm that awesome kind of thing. <laughs> And it's like an unconditional sense of self-value to say. So no matter like what circumstance you're in, say like going to run, but I like only ran like 0.25 miles. You're in the runner's world. 
that's like not even a mile. Like you can't even run a mile. Like you're really that bad. But to me, it's more like I've done the best I can and I am progressing. So that's all that matters. That's my worth. Like it doesn't matter how bad I am. I'm still valuable, period. So yeah, it's funny how you said I value myself. It's almost like you already define your own self-worth, which is great, right? Because you are confident in who you are as a person. Okay. That's what I think self-worth is. Doesn't mean I necessarily feel that way. <laughs> like you kind of go through ups and downs throughout your life and you have to kind of like knock yourself in the head. You're like, no, I am worthy of it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like down and I, I'm hormonal or I don't know, I'm on my period or something. Yeah. Mila, what do you think? Yeah, no, you guys made a really good point. Um, I absolutely agree in the sense that it's vital to have like a strong sense of identity and self-worth and um, it's essential to know your own worth, uh, your own value and to love yourself unconditionally um, and never let your sense of self or worth be placed in other people's hands or let other people tell you what your worth is. I believe that like, that sense of self-worth is taught, you know, since we're young. And it's essential that, like, as, as a kid grows, it's they grow in a healthy environment that promotes and assists with, like, the kid developing a healthy sense of self-worth. And we need to stop comparing. And we just need to start accepting ourselves just as we are, perfect imperfections. That's true. Yeah. It really does start when you're young. Like, imagine, like, you're family members always telling you that you are so bad at something like there are realisticness to it like where you can have like constructive criticism but also like they have to show you that they love you no matter what to build that kind of self-worth I think I mean in any relationship really if you think about it like friends family academic um, even in the workplace right like, you don't want your boss telling you, like, you're really bad at this. Like, you want somebody who's going to love you and mentor you and help you grow and develop you as a professional. And that makes you want to work for them harder and do better. I think it kind of sort of all ties together. Where do you guys, like, put your worth? Like, let's be real here. <laughs> We're all, like, girls. We understand society with social media like things being thrown at you all the time like where do you see yourself putting your worth in oh that's a hard question <laughs> is it yes. i can name so many things oh like boyfriends come on like you're telling me you've never done that when you're at least growing up maybe not so much now because you guys know you're confident women i get it but even then, I, I feel like I slip up and I'm like, you know, my boyfriend's going to help me define who I am almost. If I look at my whole life, I had a period of life when I felt I was not worthy of something or I'm not, I was not confident in certain things about myself, insecurities and things like that. Um, I had a very low self-esteem and my parents were very strict and there was a lot of negative feedback 
so I knew exactly that I have to work hard. And even though when you feel like you accomplish something and you move in the right direction, it's really hard not to doubt yourself and ask yourself a question. Am I actually doing a good job? Well, I was just going to say it, it sounds as though you are looking for praise from your family members growing up. Yeah, you want to... And acknowledgement. That's where you put your worth, is what I'm saying. Yes. Growing up. Yes, definitely. Some people find their worth in, like, material things, right? Yes. Some people in relationships. Some people in, like, financial, like, educational status, like, where you graduated. Uh, Like, if you think about, like, celebrities... What about like them? Like, how do they, you think, probably awards, right? Something like that, like movie awards, Mm -hmm. Emmys, Grammys, how many like social media following you have. Right now in society, it's all about how you view things, your perspective on what's being thrown at you at that point. And if you don't have that foundation, then you're going to start swaying, even if you had a foundation. Like, trust me, like, I'm, I struggle with that on a day to day. Like, I feel like, okay, well, you know, I have to make sure, like, I look my best when I go here because, yeah, that's partly self esteem, but self esteem comes and stems from self worth. So, distinction between self esteem and self worth mm-hmm. uh, by John Nealon. I don't know if you guys know him. He's like an author, like a a business coach. But he said, self-esteem is a bit like walking down the street as if you owned it. Self-worth is walking down the street and not caring who owns it. Hmm. That's kind of interesting, right? You're thinking about worrying about that, walking down the street as opposed to not caring at all who owns it. Who cares? I'm worth whatever I'm worth because I'm confident. It has to come from like within. It's not from outside things. Yeah. Like how do you think that from what you think of yourself and your worth, not even like, it's like even a subconscious thing. You're not necessarily trying to think about it this way. It's just natural because this is how you feel about yourself. Like, how do you choose who you date? Career choices, even your friendships. Have you ever Mm -hmm. had something that you really, really wanted, but you thought you couldn't do it and you couldn't, you didn't deserve it? Yeah. And like you pulled away. For sure that having a self of uh, lack of self-worth and confidence can certainly strip you from opportunities. That could be career, relationships. And not believing that you're not good enough can certainly hinder your growth. And I feel it can certainly affect your sense of worth. Um, and just, and I kind of believe that, you know. Um, there were a few opportunities coming and uh, when I was younger and I just didn't take them because I didn't think that I was good enough. <laughs> and then I had to come out of my head and say, hey, that's just crazy. <laughs> you are good enough, right? 
but it just, you got to work on yourself daily. And that's where the self care comes in, right? Yeah. Give us some examples of some of the things that you would do to care for yourself. Yeah. So, well, the first thing I do is like, you know, when I wake up, I engaged in like this mental exercise that I call gratitude. And um, where basically I acknowledge all the things that I'm grateful for. And it makes my mind clear and I feel a sense, a sense of abundance and love. Um, yeah, that's, that's for me pretty good. And I always do a little stretching uh, and deep breathing where I really focus on my breathing. Um, and that just makes me feel grounded, you know. Um, I like to read books, so audio, um, you know, listen to audiobooks, and I like to treat myself on daily, uh, you know, weekly basis, so to little pedicures and little trim and style of the hair and a little massage and a little face mask. Um, yeah, just to make myself feel good. And I think it's very, very important to practice that on a daily basis. Like, um, what I value is is going for a nice little walks and and that's my own time and it's it's really important to care for yourself um, and to practice it on a daily basis because self-care is a form of self-love it's important sometimes just not doing anything is also a little vacation Absolutely. if you're so busy at work all the time but yeah I mean Mila is super positive so good for you I mean that's really good and I I do feel that self-care is major when you are building your self-worth yeah because you can sit back and really like ponder on like your life and what you're doing reflect on some of the things that you've done maybe you would have done a little differently who knows like it's okay right because even if you're making mistakes your self-worth does not change and that's something that we have to learn to embrace ourselves. Like, I mean, by no means, none of us are experts here. So we're just talking about it in a way, in a way that we had experienced it. And, and we continue to grow. It's not, it's a lifelong process. You don't just be it and then you're done. Some days are better than others. And I think like, you're absolutely right. I wanted to go back on the opportunity thing, Mila. Sometimes like I sit there and I think about some of the things that I want to do and I am in my negative thought and I go, well, I don't think I can do it. I, I think I'm going to fail. What if I fail? Like that's like another big issue. And that makes me not want to pursue it and that makes me like pull back and then it becomes a cycle and you're like darn like I didn't do it because I didn't think I was going to be able to do it and now I didn't do it and now I feel bad for not doing it because I probably would have sucked at it anyway <laughs> but you know, like kind of go through that like rabbit hole of bad things and bad things so um I was listening to this podcast mm -hmm. uh it's tony robbins podcast oh okay i have listened to some of so, his work okay yeah but um do you know the owner of spanx oh yeah 
No. I do. Mila, do you have you <laughs> heard of her? Yeah. What's her name? Sarah. I forgot her Sarah last name. Sarah Blakely. Yeah, probably. I can't remember. No. Yeah. Like she started so small. Like she probably started off with like five thousand dollars in her savings, and now she's a billionaire. She's like the first woman or something like that. Um, by like by building this idea of making pantyhose for women that's footless. So she turned that into a billion dollar business. So what she would say that would help her, I think this is like, this is not necessarily what she said about exactly like self-worth or anything, but she said that at her dinner table, when her dad would ask her like once a week, what did you fail at? And that would be like their normal conversation. He would almost be disappointed that if she didn't have anything that she failed at, because that means she didn't try to take risks and pursue something that she wanted to and fail at it, because that's how you learn. And that's how you grow and build yourself. So he turned that should have been negative to more of a positive reinforcement like you should be failing that is a good thing and in turn you're no longer scared of doing things and you can build yourself from there and the failures of you know some business not working out is not necessarily the failure of your worth it's just business you move on because you're still unconditionally lovable and worthy so like that like that kind of kept cycling in my head a lot and I think about it here and there like I tell this to pretty much everybody I see she's like amazing so super role model to me and refreshing to see a woman do that to become a billionaire she's like so young but again this goes back to when she was a child right or she when she was younger Exactly. Like her parents exactly. had a huge influence on her who she is today. Like there is not, there's not a lot of people who go from being uh, judged and um, always put down by their family members and they go and turn their life around. There are some people like that out there, but it's really hard. You have to really believe in yourself to do that. And it usually happens later in life, right? So it's good when you have a support system at the beginning when you're young and you're able to progress and learn and be the best version of yourself, right? And become successful. Um, but, you know, how do we go from negative talk to to positive self-talk? I feel like Mila is the person we need to ask. <laughs> yeah, she's very positive. I very agree. Um, yeah. I, you know, that's an amazing Please. question. Um, and I think... You know, what I'm going to share what works for me, you know, how do I stop this self-talk, negative self-talk? And what works for me is reflection, is journaling, um, is listening to audiobooks that helps me change my perspective. Um, and having that open conversation with yourself, you know, and I find sometimes even meditating as well, you know, finding a, a peaceful place for yourself. Um, yeah, that's what I found what works. Any strategies how you talk to yourself? Like, how do you have this 
conversation with yourself? Any specific questions you ask yourself? Can you like maybe give us an example of the something you ask yourself to kind of trigger mm-hmm. a response or something? Right. Um, In that sense. Well, I, what I've learned is when I have this conversation with myself is I told myself to always be kind to myself, show compassion towards myself. Um, and that's the way that I talk, mm-hmm. you know, to myself. I, I start with like, okay, let's acknowledge this feeling. I'm not feeling this way because da 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 da. It's never pointing finger at myself. Okay. It's just objectively looking. So mm-hmm. instead of looking uh, subjectively and emotionally, I try to look at it as more objective um, and not putting, you know, pointing finger at myself and making myself feel good, not, not feel good. Yeah. So I feel like let's talk about it. Let's come up with the solutions and let's do something about it. You know, act on that plan. But always, always be kind to yourself because we are all humans at the end. <laughs> and we make mistakes. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. Like even not just to yourself, but everyone around you, I think that kind of when you're uplifting those around you, you also can be kind to yourself because when you're starting to put down others it doesn't help you become a better person it doesn't help you with growing your self-care in positive direction but you know I think for me I have to take a step back sometimes I'll go back to the bible and really pray about it for myself because that's kind of important. You have to have your quiet time. And like you said, it's reflecting really on like your life and things around you, uh, friends, family, like having gratitude. Those are like really great points. Absolutely. One more thing is that I, so. from myself, is that never bring negativity home because it just affects others, you know? Um so it's important if you're having something going on, like, good, like take care of it, you know, and then come home. <laughs> um, that's what I kind of uh, experienced. Yeah. Sometimes when you get comfortable in a relationship, you kind of like let yourself go and not filter, which is bad because it takes a lot of effort to be consistent and you want to be that support system for them so they can be one for you. I guess you have to make sure that you're not putting somebody else down to make yourself feel better in the end. But when we talk about relationship, what I do want to talk about is how do we go into a relationship and say, okay, this is my boundaries and I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep myself in check. So I don't, if I'm broken inside, like if I have something I'm still working on, I'm not going to project that into, into my, into my partner. Do you guys have any like strategies or something that you kind of like um, reminding yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, in I always say that work starts with you, you know, you know, in order to have a healthy, long relationship, it starts with you and you want to, 
become the partner, become the partner that like that you want, and that's what you will attract. You know, what I find is good to have in a relationship is some boundaries, like having, for example, I value and my partner values um, space, right? Um, and as much as we enjoy spending time with each other, uh, it's essential to have your own personal space. So then you could have that time to work on yourself and do that self-care, but also grow as an individual, but also grow as a couple as well. You have to love yourself before so you good. enter the relationship, yeah. right? Because that's because otherwise you're gonna feel like you have to give them everything they need and you're sacrificing yourself because you feel like that's what would make you happy. It's actually Absolutely. not gonna make you happy. You gotta right? love yourself so. before you can love anyone else. Yeah, and saying no to people. I know we talked about about saying no and I um I used to be a people pleaser when I was younger and that was like a horrible thing but I know I would say like yes to everyone everyone and everything not everything I did I was you know (laughs) I was trying to be smart about it but uh but I wanted I wanted to make everyone happy it was like something that I always felt like if I say yes to this I'm going to be happier because they're going to appreciate me more or they're going to like me more. And no, that didn't happen for me. And as I got older, I realized that, yeah, I'm just saying yes, but it's not, it's not what I want. I need to ask what I want. How do you say no? Like, is it, how was it for you? you Was it hard for you to Um, say no? Honestly, definitely. Definitely has been, um, you know, not so much now, but definitely before I, I do remember if I be honest with myself, I was a more of a person pleaser and I just didn't want to disappoint or let anybody down, especially, um, people that are close to me, you know, but over the years, I kind of realized that it's okay to say no. And it's a way of taking care of myself holistically. Um, so I feel comfortable now, <laughs> you know, I, when I know it's just too much to handle, I just say no. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm, you know, it's yeah. a work in progress. It's a constant work in progress. Man, relationships are not easy. I tell you. <laughs> well, relationships and friendships in general, they're not easy. Uh-huh. Any, any relationship, any relationship yeah. for that matter. Yeah. Definitely. They're not easy, yeah. but they're worth it. Yeah. No, it's really cool that, like, there are friends out there that can. And that's why it's so valuable to have someone like you around because it's like, okay, we always tend to see these negatives. And then, bam, you have someone giving you a positive, which is good. We have been through a lot. And I think we, it was just meant for us to reconnect because we, didn't talk for some time and it was the greatest thing that happened to be able to kind of reconnect and be able to share what we have been through and still know that we still have that strong connection as friends i mean sometimes you just know that person is just meant to be in your life well for me the huge thing was for self-care was actually changing the environment so every time when i can for me to be able to fully disconnect 
it's when I actually can escape my current environment. Because environment has a huge influence on you. All the, you see the same things, you kind of like do the same thing. Like day-to-day life kind of doesn't change. So for me, just kind of escaping that helps me, which means like traveling, just, you know, seeing something else besides my, wherever I see on a daily basis. For me to care for myself, I have to really let myself discover what else can I do on my own that will make me happy, which is still a learning process for me. So I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm there, but I, but I also know that being around people makes me happy. So it, it kind of like gives me like a purpose. Like if, if I can just be there for someone else, you know what I mean? So it's, it's really hard because I don't think my self-care is necessary. It's all about me, which might be not, not what it should be, <laughs> I guess. Um, but I, yeah, I'm still, I'm still learning those things. For me, I think with self-care exercises that I do would be exercising mm-hmm. part of it. It kind of helps me clear my mind, takes me away from what I'm thinking about at the moment. And maybe I'm thinking about it even harder while I'm working out, but it kind of helps release all my endorphins and think of my, you know, the bigger picture that I talked about just earlier. And it takes me back and you reflect on it. I think that's like one of my main things right now and eating. I like to eat. So I think I probably mentioned that in every episode. (laughs) (laughs) So just in case you didn't hear it, you heard it here. Food makes me happy. And on that note, once Esther starts talking about We have about to food, end the episode, guys, because this can go on. That, that will be another 80 more minutes of us talking about yes. food. But honestly, like, this was, like, really, really awesome. I really enjoyed, like, having Mila here. Thank you so much for coming on. It was, seriously, like, you bring such positive energy and your relationship and like friendship to Irina, I feel like that really like I could see why it works between the two of you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, guys, for including me in this. Yes, we were planning this for a very long time, so this Ooh. finally happened on episode twelve. But <laughs> we're I'm very happy that you are you know, became a part of something that is really important to us. And we hope, um, hope your positivity can influence everyone out there who's listening to us. And um, I mean, this was amazing. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Let us know how you feel about this episode. And if you like for Mila to come back, please let us know. Till next time.